Hey, Lethal listeners, Tig Torres here. Stay tuned for the next episode of Lethal Lit. But first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Hi, it's me, Ollie. Tig, is that you? Ollie Price was my first real boyfriend. He also turned out to be the protege of a murderous psychopath and came within inches of killing me, which you might remember from the end of season one. And now he was calling me in the dead of night on a creepy burner phone he left on my doorstep. Tig, hear me out. I, well, I listened to Lethal A. I'm hanging up. Tig, I'm sorry for everything. I, I miss you. And I wish there was a simple way for me to come back. There isn't. I didn't kill anyone. Oh, I'm sorry. Just an attempted murderer? Well, then that's totally fine. You only wanted to kill me. I'm sorry. Uh, Sleep with me first, then kill me. Why? I deserve that. I... I just... Levinson was too deep inside my head. I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't stop. And what about now? You wouldn't still be on the phone if you didn't see the real me underneath everything Levinson tried to turn me into. I should have hung up right there. And called the police and Wynn and Max and everyone else to tell them Ollie was back. That would have been the smart thing to do. So why didn't I? I'm Tig Torres. And this is Lethal Lit. The timing of Ollie's call was suspicious. Given that Brock Montague had just dropped dead in front of the whole town earlier the same evening. I mean, Brock might not have been murdered at all. The media was claiming heart attack. So was the mayor's office and, well, everyone else in town. Maybe I was so used to connecting the dots that I was seeing connections that weren't really there. But I couldn't shake the feeling that something sinister was happening. And what can I say? I let curiosity get the better of me. Oh, hi. Uh, Am I in the right place? Uh, 76 Main Street? That would be spiritual haven. Psychic life advice. (laughs) Hello and welcome. Thank you. Last time I was here, I bought a hammer and a box of nails. (laughs) Yes, the hardware store closed. When one shop closes, another one opens. (laughs) I heard Denise on the Hallowed Falls podcast and decided to follow up in person. We're back again with Hollow Falls resident psychic whose powers of prognostication predicted 
or Brock Montague's premature passing. So, Denise, tell us how you did it. I didn't do anything except translate. It was the cards that knew what was coming and what will continue if we don't heed their warning. People who bring pain to our town will be picked off one by one. Call it karma or call it revenge, but don't say we weren't warned. Revenge? How can a heart attack be revenge? Did Denise know something? Or was she just making it all up? Oh, I was, um, just trying to find out if I'll have a rich husband someday. Hmm. You're a terrible liar. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, Denise Pembroke, right? I heard you on the Hallowed Falls podcast. Yes, I'm their spiritual consultant. I help them talk to the ghosts in this town. Speaking of which... You brought a lot in with you. <laughs> Do you want to hear what they have to say? Oh, uh, actually, I wanted to talk to you about Brock Montague. Seems we're both having trouble buying this heart attack story. Oh, that poor man. Oh, excuse me for a minute, dear. I forgot I put the kettle on. Uh... You said the cards predicted what was going to happen at the Montague. Do you have any more specifics? Uh, what exactly did they say? Well, if you want to hear what the cards have to say, that's how I keep the lights on. Three cards, $20. Deal. Hmm. Now we're talking. Okay. Let's see what the fates have in store for you. Hmm. Three cards representing your past, present, and future. Your first card, your past. Hmm. The star. Hmm. A star can't be that bad. It represents the truth. Your past reflects a foundation of fierce loyalty to what is real. Huh. Makes sense. My aunt was... The spirits were restless for weeks leading up to the event. And Brock... He... When you try to revive a place founded on evil, its true nature will always find its way back in power. So is that the end of it? Brock got what was coming to him, and now the spirits can, I don't know, chill out again? Your present is a reverse six of cups. Someone has reappeared in your life, and they've brought your past with them. You may find yourself wishing for how things used to be. Wait. Hmm. What? How did you know? Is that really what that says, or are you just pulling my leg? Oh, it's as real as can be. And no, the spirits are not chilling out. They're attached sometimes to places, sometimes objects. And once they're unsettled, it takes a lot before they're satisfied. Brock's death is likely to make them more active. <sighs> not less. Oh, 
Your future. The hermit. Reversed. What? What does that mean? Exile. You're going to lose something, Tig. Yourself, maybe. Or the person that reappeared? Could be. Or maybe they're the cause of the loss. You know, I began receiving similar messages yesterday. I thought it was related to the hotel. Hmm. But now I'm not so sure. You said it could be objects, too? Uh, If a spirit has inhabited an object, they can be awoken if the object is then returned to the site where it was possessed. (gasps) The music box. I'm sorry? Uh, nothing. Thank you! Brock wasn't the first Montague to die in his own hotel. No. His grandfather jumped into the falls after running through the back of the very same building. Incredible, right? Folks, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I was there last night. Montague's death was undoubtedly a murder. Mark my words, the lit killer is back. Or should I say... The music box killer. Was Harris really on a loudspeaker giving the murderer a nickname? A chalk up one more person not buying the heart attack line. And it was beginning to feel like no coincidence that Brock's antique commemorative music box had just popped up twice in two minutes. If I was Abuela, I'd say the ghosts were trying to tell me something. I texted Max and Wynne to skip class and join me. Wynne deemed my proposal offensive to the field of AP calculus. Max didn't even answer. His first class is French and his teacher brings croissants. Oh, at least it's not Ollie. Hi, Poppy. Digisita. Oh, good. I thought you might be in class already. Mm, Lucky for you, I've got study hall. watched a man die in front of me last night, so that was... I'm sorry. That must have been upsetting. Heart attack, that's a, that's a tough way to go. If you believe that. We made an agreement. No more investigations, no more podcast shenanigans. Your job is to go to school, to study, and to do dumb things like see how many friends you can fit in your car. I'm not picking at natural deaths in hopes that there's a a murder under there. You weren't there. And I wasn't hoping. It's for the police to figure out. Brock Montague is not your tia This one is not personal. As sound as my dad's advice was, I had just gotten to the antique shop. Letting the police do their job could wait. Right? Excuse me, these items are not to be played with. I'm sorry, I I did not mean to- Read the sign. Which one? The if you break it, you buy it sign or the smile you're on camera? These are not toys. They're antiques. Every single item in here is a connection to the past. Okay, 
I get it. Um, I-, I came looking for a specific antique music box. Have you ever carried these? Oh, wait. Um, here, let me zoom in for you. I see. And I already told your friend no. My friend? The girl over there. Hey, where have you gone to? Who, me? Ella? What are you doing here? You two are working together. I knew it. Get out of here or I'm calling the cops. Now! <laughs> Looks like we had similar instincts, huh? Guess so. I mean, when you think about it, the music box is the, the only, only clue, clue we have. We have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you might have noticed, Ella being a part of my social circle is new for me. A year ago, she was... pretty different, to say the least. Listen, you wanna be Lauren Duca. You're not fooling anyone. Ella went through a lot last year. Trauma can change people for the better or for the worse. You never know how someone is going to react to a difficult experience. Hey, wanna get lattes? On me? If it means avoiding going back to school, then absolutely. Um, Ella? Am I drinking a cloud right now? Lavender oat lattes, am I right? How did you even live without them before? (laughs) I'm glad we ran into each other today. Well, that was no accident. I... I don't think Brock had a heart attack. Right? Like, everyone's just buying it, and and we're supposed to what? Just nod and smile? How are we supposed to go be normal teenagers if... If... If there's another killer out there? After what I... What both of us went through with Levinson last year. (sighs) Yeah. I actually care about this town, Tig. If I learned anything, it's that you have to fight for the things you care about. So, we breaking into that antique store tonight? <laughs> I have the perfect cat suit I've been saving for the occasion. And a jumpsuit for you, too. Ah! This is going to be so much fun. Hey, Lethal listeners. Stay tuned. More Lethal Lit is up next. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Lethal listeners, Tig Torres here. There's always more to the mystery, and I could use your help getting to the bottom of it. Join us on Instagram and TikTok at IamTigTorres for more clues and inside info. Heavy. I don't want it to crash down. I've got it. I do floor plotties like every day. Um, Tig. What? I can't promise that if I see a Chucky doll, I won't have a total mental breakdown. I'm with you. I'm sure every horror movie doll came from here. So, what are we looking for? I'm not sure. A stash of music boxes? Some kind of connection to Brock? 
This looks like it leads to a storage room. Yeah, if I worked here, this is where I'd come to silent rain scream. What are you doing? Taking a picture of this dog bowl. Wynn would love it, don't you think? Sending to group chat. Wynn's on a group chat with you? NBD. Just a little one, with Max and Wynn. I came to the antique store because Wynn forwarded me your offer to cut class and investigate. You guys have your own group chat? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, we could just have one big group chat, but only if the queen, that's you, would pass on such an amendment. Jeez, Ella, I'm not like a tyrant. I just never took you for someone who wanted to work on this stuff. Plus, we don't have the greatest history. Believe me, I get it. I wasn't that easy to get along with after Tony was killed. I was in shock for a while. Then I fell apart. I did a ton of therapy and, well... I'm not all about Ella anymore. I'm glad to hear it. I gotta say, it's a surprise. But a good one. (laughs) Yeah, I cringed listening to how I sounded on your podcast last year. (sighs) I would not have guessed we'd end up here either. You listen to my podcast? Okay. Well, it's time for me to subscribe to Teen Foundation. And I'm making that group chat right... Someone's here! Over here, under the counter. As you can imagine, discretion is essential. If anyone learns what I'm doing, I'm I'm done. I understand. I had a bunch of snoopers in today. Didn't buy anything. Just full of questions. Shh. Dick, that's us. You think you can do it? I have an old contact. You trust them? I've been in the business a long time. I know what I'm doing. And with Brock gone, we're steps away from the gift shop getting approved. You're lucky you didn't wind up in business with that slimeball. I had to hold back a cheer when I saw him double over at the hotel last night. Oh, you are a cold woman, Stephanie. (laughs) And I love that about you. Now, how about a toast to our profitable new venture? (laughs) Oh, Harris, hang on. I have glasses. Harris! To us? To us. Gotta run, Stephanie. A hot date? As a matter of fact, yes. Oh, and call me when you got a quote. Back the way we came? Let's go. Hello? Is someone there? Harris? Is that you? Who the hell calls you at midnight? And what is that ring? Are you a drug dealer or something? It's in my jeans, which are inside this stupid jumpsuit. I can't get the zipper down. Tig, watch those boxes. Who's there? I'm calling the police. with you guys sooner? Pretty much. You should have seen how angry we made the book barge lady. (laughs) (laughs) But she's already so angry. I know. Her face got like fire engine red. (laughs) I don't think she followed us. 
Are we in the clear? so you tell me. No, they didn't steal anything. Mm -mm, nope. mm, no, no, no. Uh, there was already some sort of silent alarm before she called. No, just those fake globe things on the ceiling that don't have any actual cameras in them. All right, I'll ask her. You two, I'm gonna go talk to the shop owner, and you better pray to whoever you got that she agrees not to press charges. You. Yeah? You're lucky you're with her. And you? Yes? You're lucky your dad is who he is. I know. Don't worry, Tig. Just follow my lead and deny, deny, deny. We were caught red-handed, Ella. We were out on a night fashion shoot for my channel. Uh, the pictures on your phone from inside the store? We were in there earlier today. We took them then. Send an ambulance to Main Street Antiques, immediately. One female patient, 55 to 60 years old, patient in critical condition. Possible seizure, possible overdose. <gasps> um, hello? Hello, I I'm looking for Stephanie. Stephanie, something just came in in the ambulance. Unfortunately, she didn't make it. I pronounced her dead on arrival. I'm sorry. Did you know her? What? No. That can't be. What was the cause of death? The EMT said it was a seizure, but I don't have their full report yet. What caused the seizure? It's hard to pin down a reason for seizures. Could have been a prior injury, blood sugar, sodium levels, and... Any combination of those things could have contributed. You have to order tests, right? Toxicology reports. Um, if the police request them. Why? Do you have any first-hand knowledge about her condition that the police should know about? I, uh... Ugh. No, just a concerned citizen. That's what I thought. Now, if you'll excuse me, can I start a line here, please? Can I get a CT scan? Is, is anyone on this right now? <sighs> Forgive me for overhearing. Can I share some advice? Doctors don't like to do paperwork. You have to really push them for tests. <sighs> You're Tig Torres, aren't you? I loved Lethal Lit. Dropping another season sometime soon? Wait, your voice is so familiar. Who are you? Jane Ferranti. I'm a journalist with... Whose podcast led to the arrest of Elena Morrison's killer in Taos? What are you doing in Hollow Falls? <laughs> I'm here working on my own podcast. Something in the water. It's about the history of Hollow Falls. Got in last night just in time to catch Brock's swan song slash dive. Thought it was just going to be good schmoozing, getting some local contacts. Didn't even have a recorder with me. Kicking myself for that now. Huh. Jane Ferranti in the flesh. What are you doing at the hospital? I'm interviewing the medical examiner about local incidences of lead poisoning. Could be a big factor in some of the behavior of the residents over the years. So, are you buying into this music box killer theory going around? 
Tr- truthfully, Jane, I don't know, but I have a hunch. Mm, gotta trust those hunches. Yeah, here, type your number on my phone. I'll see if I can charm the medical examiner and get him to run some tests. I'll let you know. Oh, wow. You don't have to do that. If you're wrong, then I just seem like a pest. But if you're right... You get it. I do. I'll be in touch, Tig. Can't wait to hear you cover this. Oh, I'm not really doing the podcast so much these days. Really? Why not? Well, I set out to clear my aunt's name, and I did. Mission accomplished. Time to be normal for a while. (laughs) Oh, you're serious. Tig, look around. You're at the hospital, following up on a random death, trying to get toxicology reports. And you've been running that recorder in your pocket this entire time. Uh, Once you get the bug, it doesn't just go away. You have an opportunity to do something really big here. Millions of people would kill for this kind of chance. Don't let it pass you by. Uh, Jane? Yeah? Thanks. I called an emergency meeting for the next day. While I did my best to update everyone on Stephanie and the music box, Ella and I still needed to tell the group about Harris. Guys, listen. We heard him and that Stephanie lady loud and clear. They were planning to mass produce the music boxes. See, there's his motive. More murders, more tourists. Uh, Are we really doing this? I know that look in Torres' eyes. I think we're back in it. Listen, I didn't want this to happen either. But two people die the same way each holding or right next to a hollow fall centennial music box? Okay, well, uh, all right. It is a few too many coincidences to ignore, but why Harris? Well, he did bring the drink that Brock took from Tig. And we heard Harris pour the drinks that him and Stephanie toasted with right before she died. Well... All I see so far is a local business owner talking to some of the Chamber of Commerce regulars. But if it's true Brock was murdered, we should look into Walter, too. For real, Max? Well, he is loving this no-Brock life a little too hard, in my opinion. He's strutting around like he owns the place. Oh, don't take Max seriously, Tig. He's just deflecting because he has a hard-on for Harris. What? Oh, shut up. When I just think that if we're really going to treat this like a murder, that we, you know... They are murders. We just have to wait on the test results. What happened to our number one suspect, Ollie? Harris and Walter's existence make him innocent? Uh, No one's heard from Ollie or knows where he is. But we can find out about Walter and Harris. Okay, okay, okay. I have a confession to make. Oh, that ship has sailed, Max. No, shut up for one second! I know Harris did not do this, because after you saw him last night, he was with me. We've been sleeping together. (gasps) Max! You have a boyfriend? Don't you dare say that in front of him, all right? He's not out yet. I, I will say that going back in the closet for hookup purposes is smoking hot. I'm happy for you, Max, but... How does this make him innocent? What if there was something in that drink he poured for Stephanie? Duh, Ella just said they toasted. That means he drank it too. He's just money hungry. Not blood hungry, trust me. Prove it. Excuse you? Find out what he's doing with those music boxes. You'll have easy access and you can get tons of intel. You need to step back, Tig. Okay, hold on, everyone. Max, 
Max, it's fine if you have feelings for him. Keep your eyes open. This could be my first relationship since I was slashed to bits, and you guys want me to throw it away to do your Veronica Mars crap? I can't with this right now. I am out. Okay, that went well. What did we have now besides a friendship badly in need of repair? Two suspects. Walter. Does his temperament alone get him on the list? Harris. Does Max's confession have any bearing on Harris's suspect status? I will say one thing. It took a lot for Max to expose his secret relationship. I would know. I had one of my own. Einhorn's Epic Productions and iHeartRadio present Lethal Lit, A Tig Torres Mystery, Season 2. Created and executive produced by Heather Einhorn and Adam Staffaroni. Created by Alex Segura and Monica Gallagher. Executive produced by iHeartRadio. Head writer, Melanie Hoops. Writers, Louis Kornfeld, Jasmine Alshami, and Adam Staffaroni. Directed by Kritzia Bajos, with performances by Rebecca Soler as Tig Torres, Shelley Shinoy as Wynn, Matt Gumley as Max, Luke Slattery as Ollie, Rachel Oramland as Ella, with Kritzia Bajos and J.B. Blanc. Special guest, Chuck Bryant as Brock Montague. Additional voices, Paul Guyot, Caleb Yen, Stacey Mosley, Alba Ponce de Leon, Stephanie Shea, Christian Ochoa, Louis Kornfeld, and Megan Gray. Post sound and music by Chapter 4. Sound supervision and sound design by Sarah Gibalaska. Music by Kareem Duady. Produced by Arup Sanakaila and Bo Youngblood. Development executive, Greg Lockhart. Production coordinator and script supervisor, Laura Martin. Operations, Laura Kaufman. Marketing and publicity, Jesse Post. Digital marketing, Jennifer Gennaro. Creative Direction and Design by Ryan McCann. Key Art Illustrated by Rebecca Mock. Promotional Art Illustrated by Bree Newman. Special thank you to The Shadow Unicorn. Head to LethalLitPodcast.com to share theories, discover new evidence, and follow case updates. Einhorn's Epic Productions and iHeartRadio present Lethal Lit, A Tig Torres Mystery.